Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome back. I hope you've had a chance to listen to our past few episodes where you can find out how to live in the moment. We really want you to recognize who do you need to become to get where you want to go. And also, um, you've heard an interview from Jamie Vrinios. But today, I really want to take a few moments to reach out to you once again and let you know that I would love to hear from you. And I would love to hear if anything resonated with you. Just to reach out and give me a quick email to Laura at LaraSprague.com. That's Laura at LaraSprague.com. Today, our special guest is a good friend of mine, and I know she has a lot of value to share with you all. I'm excited to introduce to you all this on-fire speaker, entrepreneur, and co-founder of the highly successful women's group, Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. Colleen Chesley has been proving and paving the way for women entrepreneurs in the Gulf Coast now for 10 years. Colleen, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. Yes, I'm so excited. It's good to hear that you're doing wonderful. Colleen, I'm a huge fan of what you're doing in the Gulf Coast, and I know many other women really appreciate you as well. And I've already had many, many women tell me how much you have helped them grow their business. So clearly, You've had some successful uh, things happen in your life, and you're a very successful woman and a shining light for many. But before we share your tips for success, could you tell us some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome? Maybe describe to us the day you realized that your confidence was taken away. Sure, I'd be happy to. And as, as far as that question, I had a difficult time really thinking about an actual day. I think of my life a little bit more in progressions. So there were lots of things throughout my life where confidence was shattered. I started out by being adopted, and which was a wonderful thing. It ended up being a tremendous story, and I have a great benefit of having not only one set of parents but two set of parents. But at the time, being young, that was something that was that was not so easily accepted by myself and probably my confidence level. So growing up, I had no idea who I was. I didn't know really where I belonged, and I desperately grasped for that belonging. So that was definitely an obstacle I had to overcome very early in life. And another one being in the financial industry, I've been in the financial industry now 25 years, and that has been a little bit tough. At times, I would say it's almost brutal. It is male-dominated. It's one of those things that you really cannot mess with somebody's money. So that was something that was that was really, really tough growing up and, and getting into my first business, being in the financial industry. It was it was a hard industry. And, and early on, I had a lot of naysayers that, that just really did not want to see me succeed. So that was definitely, definitely an obstacle. I've had other things that have happened. I've been divorced. I've had, you know, other other traumas or, or difficulties in my life. But for me, I really think about it as not really having a fear of failure. 
I really believe that I've learned and I've grown every time. I believe in learning and growing from failure. I try not to dwell in it, and I don't think it's healthy to carry that weight around and constantly relive those types of scenarios. Wow, I I really want the listeners to hear what you just said right now, not having a fear to fail, because that right there is something I think can hit home with everyone, how you were persistent to uh, keep going and to succeed in a male-dominant industry, and that really resonates with me personally, and I know with a lot of the listeners out there. So as you were overcoming these obstacles, will you tell us what you were telling yourself, especially in your darkest hour? Basically, what were the lies that you believed? Oh, absolutely. And I think these are probably pretty normal for just about anybody in in any situation. You know, I'd say things like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not smart enough. I don't deserve greatness. Those kind of things were things that I tend to think about as the head trash that we make up in our head. And all of a sudden, we can have full-blown personalities that are just very negative and very trying on ourselves. So those were definitely a lot of the things that that I would think about. And and all of a sudden, I'd, I'd wake up and say, is that reality or is that just what I'm what I'm telling myself. And I realized at one point those were, those were just lies. Those were things that I didn't, nobody was telling me, but I was limiting myself. I was telling myself. Again, I really want to point that out to the listeners. It really was what you were telling yourself. I'm sure all of us out there say, I'm not good enough. I know that I was very guilty of saying that. And, and I really, really, really am thankful that you um, are here and be a voice for women out there to help them to to just conquer that dark day. So describe the day you decided to conquer the negative voice within and to take control of your life. Yeah, you know, it's it it's hard to think back as to one day, like I said, it's it's I think of my life a little bit more as progression. I think every time I've hit a brick wall, I've learned new skills. And I don't know that there's ever been a point where that brick wall just appeared suddenly in front of me. It was almost like a brick laid at different points in time. I do go back. My mom tells a story of an early sign of, of me conquering fear was when I was probably about 10 or 13. We lived in Texas. My dad was uh, deployed. He was Air Force, and he was deployed for about a year. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But one day I came home, and she said I was adamant that I decided I wanted to become a leader. And I really, at this point, I have no idea if I really knew what a leader was or where that word even entered my vocabulary. But around that time is when she started seeing me do things that were a little bit more challenging and tend to have that no fear or failure. Before, I was a little bit more submissive. I was a little bit more where I would let things, as things happened, I would just accept them. And at that point in time, about that 10 to 13 age frame, I must have I must have come across something that just absolutely inspired me. And so that's when I didn't think that I, you know, necessarily it didn't fix things, but it taught me that I could be in control. And later on in life, that's when I really got out there and I wasn't scared of failure and I did I did things that seem kind of crazy looking back at now. When I was in college, I started the first skateboarding club at UWF which is our local college in this area. And and back then, this was back in the early, late 90s. So that was back when skateboarding wasn't nearly as accepted as it was today. Just 
you know, unbelievable things like that. And then getting into the financial industry, those were things that, that obviously were steps that added towards my confidence. I just have to take a minute right here and talk to Lip Talk Nation about what you just said at the ages of 10, 11, 12, and 13 years old, how you decided to become a leader. And I want to ask them right now um, when they wanted to be a leader and how it was taken away or if they talked themselves out of it. Because it seems to me that you still decided at that young age to continue on and actually listen to the small voice that was really strong inside of you. And you continued and you were persistent and you said that you can be in control. So I really want that Lip Talk Nation to hear how much, how young you were when you decided so what are some of affirmations that you tell yourself on a daily basis? Well, I'm really big about affirmations. I love affirmations. There was a point in time where I had somebody that, that I called a change agent, somebody who came into my life to kind of help me through a transition. And she taught me the value of having a personal mission statement. So I actually have one, and it's, it's it, here's how it goes. My purpose in life is to be confident and secure, appreciate my own worth, giving and receiving unconditional love, living importantly in my own space, and giving back. And at my darkest times, I made it a habit where I recited that mission statement hundreds of times a day. And that seems unbelievable to think back that I did that, but quite honestly, just the time it takes you to brush your teeth, you could recite that statement 20 times. The time it took me to drive from home to work, I could probably recite that 75 times. So at any point in my in my day where I found that there was nothing that I was doing that needed my full, complete attention, I would recite my mission statement. And I really believe that the more you plant positive affirmations in your head, the more it does suppress those negative voices. And it gives, as you said, that one small voice that was that was screaming inside me, it gives that voice much more resonation and it gives that voice much more attention. Now, recently, I've heard a speaker who talked about affirmations, and he actually said that they are more effective for people who feel successful, and they're actually less effective for people who don't feel successful, which was something I had not heard about before, but it it really makes sense. And what he talked about was that the bigger those negative voices are, the less effect something like an affirmation has towards that negative voice. So he actually advised to make a list of positive traits that you have. Everybody can think of something that they really love about themselves. And then he said, pick out one of those traits and actually write an essay about that one trait. And it sounds a little bit juvenile to write an essay about something, you know, maybe, you know, I like the way my hair looks or I like the way that... I can have a conversation with someone and and really speak to their soul. Small things like that, it's amazing if you take the time and write out something on paper, you know, 50, 100 words, 200 words, it's amazing at how much that really implants inside your soul, much more than probably an affirmation a day. Colleen, you and I are on the same page with affirmations, and I really love how you point out that even if it's something as small as saying, I love my hair or I am beautiful, you know, it's not small, especially for those who are in their dark hours or who are lacking confidence. And I love how you have a mission statement, your own personal mission statement. I think I need to write one down for myself. 
So most of us, regardless of our passion, started out as fans of somebody else um, and somebody else's work. Who were some of your inspirations that prompted you to start your journey? I have a ton, and, and there's not enough time where I could really list them all. There, I, there's a lot of traditional ones that I, that I look to for inspiration, and people like John Maxwell, mm-hmm. Stephen Covey. Uh, recently, you know, Wayne Dyer has gotten a lot of attention. But I also look at some non-traditional ones. Dan Sullivan, who wrote Laws of Lifetime Growth, an unbelievable book. Jeff Olson, who wrote The Slight Edge. And I, I really, though, think that there's inspiration everywhere. I'm inspired by the stay-at-home mom that raises her kids while her husband's deployed. I'm inspired by the nurses that treat the sick and the most vulnerable. I'm inspired by the woman that takes on a new challenge and isn't afraid to fail. I'm inspired by a lot of times those big, great leaders in our world, but I'm also inspired by the woman next door. I think they all have gifts to share. And my favorite quote is, be the change you want to see in the world by Gandhi. And I think if we all made it our mission to live that quote, the world would be a much, much different place. All right, Colleen, I really do appreciate that you say be the change you want to see because that's um, how I've been living my life the last couple of years, and that's really resonated with me. So for our listeners that are going through their own obstacles but want to conquer them, what advice would you give them? Definitely seek mentors. Look for positive. Look for inspiration. Every day is is absolutely a new day. What happened yesterday is in the past. You have to focus on today. Be present. Be mindful. Make it a priority to work on yourself. Focus on the things that you love about yourself. And as I mentioned before, be the change. Be the change. What a simple action that everyone can take is to have focus on today. And we talk about that in uh, an episode back that I want people to live in the moment. So I appreciate the value that you just gave to us. And I know the listeners at Lip Talk Nation are really going to write in and I'll share the stories with you as well because you are such an empowering woman. So now we are going to change gears just a little bit and we're going to go into a lightning round and we're going to get to know you on a different level. Okay, Colleen, you don't have to think about these answers. I just want you to answer the question with the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Sure. All right. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Uh, I don't think I need one. I think I'm like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. I've always had the power. I always, I just had to learn that them I had to learn that myself. I think we all already have powers, every power that we need in life. Wow. Okay, I'm going to say boom to that one. Not many people have given me that answer. So that's really awesome. Okay, so how do you like your coffee? I don't drink coffee. My grandfather was a trickster and he taught us that coffee was coffee beans were the same things that they used to make concrete and asphalt. So to this day, I've never had a cup of coffee. Oh, check this out. Um, What a a rare thing, but that's very interesting. Okay, so can you tell us about your most embarrassing moment? When I worked at Merrill Lynch, I was young in my career, and I was shredding a lot of documents and bent over with long hair and caught my hair in the shredder. Oh, no. And ended, yes, ended up staying there for at least an hour before I could... um, kind of scoop my way over to the other table where there was a paper cutter and cut cut the uh, the clogged hair away from my head so that I could actually uh, leave the office that night. 
Oh my, so I take it you got an unexpected haircut. Oh yes, I went short very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! Wow. Okay, so are you a shoes or bag lady? I'm definitely shoes. Definitely shoes. What's your favorite color, shoes? Uh, Probably black. I'm Uh, boring like that. No, that's good. It goes with everything. Okay, so what is your favorite movie? Oh, this is a tough one. Probably Willy Wonka, Chocolate Factory, Wizard of Oz, those kind of zany kind of life-thinking moments that you really don't think you're thinking about anything, but in reality you're learning huge life lessons. Wow, Mike, I love that the, both of those movies, and my kids do too. So I love how you point out that they are thinking movies and you don't realize it. All right, we've got one last question. How does your toilet paper roll, top or I, bottom? I have no idea. My husband does that, and those are one of the things that I tend to not focus on in, in my life. Ah, that's actually very encouraging to hear as well. Uh, there's a debate out there of top or bottom, and I love that you don't have to think about it. All right. Thank you so much, Colleen. And we really appreciate your time and your value once again that you've added to us. And so I would just want to encourage our listeners to check out your Facebook page, Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. Is that correct, Colleen? Could you share your Facebook page once more for us, please? Yep. Yep, definitely. Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast is our Facebook page. We've also got another Facebook page called Women's Business Lunch Gulf Coast that we try to keep really local to the Gulf Coast area. But either one of those pages or our website, PowerfulWomenGulfCoast.com. Thank you so much. And is there anything else that you would like to share for our listeners right now? Absolutely. Just keep your chins up. Don't fear failure. Don't worry about the negative things that happen in life. Everybody goes through it. And believe me, I interview successful women all the time and every one of them have weaknesses. Every one of them have had bad things happen to them. And yet, if you can keep that positive focus and keep moving forward, then life will take care of itself. These are excellent points that you just referenced. Don't fear failure and that, like you said, many women you have interviewed have experienced failure and have their own weaknesses. And I love that you say stay positive because that is our message here at Life in Purple. Colleen, one thing that really resonated with me during our conversation today was the quote you referenced from Gandhi. Be the change you want to see in the world. Again, thank you so much for sharing a few minutes with us on Life in Purple, where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story and letting our listeners glean value from your extensive background and experience. Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. And for Android users, shoot me a quick email to laura at laurasprag.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.